Secretaries from three branches of the U.S. military are all here on the lead for an exclusive in-studio interview. For the first time in history, three branches of the U.S. military are operating without Senate-confirmed leaders or chiefs of staff. 300 more top nominees are also on hold, all because of this one lawmaker, Alabama Republican Senator Tommy Tuberville, and his objection to the Pentagon's new policy, which reimburses service members or their families for travel if they have to go to another state to get an abortion. After six months of frustrating paralysis, the secretaries of the Army and the Navy and the Air Force wrote this opinion piece in the Washington Post, quote, officers in the millions of service members they lead are the foundation of America's enduring military advantage, yet this foundation is being actively eroded by the actions of a single U.S. Senator, Tommy Tuberville, and it is putting our national security at risk. So joining us now, the secretaries of the Air Force, Frank Kendall of the Army, Christine Wormuth, and the Navy, Carlos Del Toro, for this exclusive joint interview. Um, let me start with you, Secretary Kendall. How is America less safe and less prepared than it was six months ago? First of all, we are safe and we are prepared. But what Senator Tuberville is doing is doing significant damage to our national, our national security. He has put on hold, as you said, hundreds of officers. Uh, each summer, we move a large fraction of our general officers into new positions. We promote many of them. Right now, that is all in limbo. So we have acting people basically serving in roles, in many cases doing more than one job at the same time, because we can't move the person that we've nominated into that position. It's having a major impact on those people and on their families. So Secretary Del Toro, the Navy is facing obviously a lot of challenges. We have the aggression of China in the Pacific, uh, Iran in the Straits of Hormuz. Uh, we saw today in the New York Times an article about how uh, the Navy is struggling with modernizing the fleet. How are these holds keeping you uh, from doing your job? Well, Jake, you're absolutely right. Our, our nation faces serious threats throughout the globe. And I believe that we have a responsibility as government leaders to put our most experienced individuals, nominate them, and have them confirmed in positions that they can actually lead our service members across the country. And I would argue that Tommy Tuberville, what he's actually doing is he's playing Russian roulette with the very lives of our service members by denying them the opportunity to actually have the most experienced combat leaders in those positions to lead them in times of peace and in times of combat. And Secretary Wormuth, uh, this blanket hold, uh, obviously, in addition to affecting the national security issues that you describe, it also affects uh, service members and their families, uh, many of whom are in limbo, needing to move. They all already, you know, their lives are, they're constantly moving. Um, their spouses, uh, I want you to take a listen to this military spouse who is a member of the Secure Families Initiative. Every single time that we would move, I'd have to make sure that at our new duty station, we had water and electricity and gas and sewage and trash pickup. I'd have to enroll my kids in school. I'd have to find new doctors and orthodontists and dentists and eye doctors. I'd have to make sure that our car registration and our voter registration were updated. And the thing is, I didn't always agree with every single policy that the military had or every single action that they were engaged in. But I did it anyway because I made a commitment to my spouse, my family, and my country. You know, I can, uh, I absolutely relate to what that person is saying. And I can think of an example right now. I have a general officer who was supposed to move into a new house associated with their new position. And that service member was going to move their aging mother into that house with them so that they could care for them. 
because that move isn't happening, they are paying $10,000 a month right now to keep the aging parent in an assisted living facility. That is the kind of consequence that's happening. And these are service members who have literally put their lives on the line for Americans for the last 20 years. And Secretary Kendall, today Pentagon spokesman Brigadier General Pat Ryder attempted to put uh, the effect of these holes in terms that the public and maybe Tuberville himself, who I don't think served, uh, could understand. He's a former uh, football coach. Uh, he compared this to having an acting football coach who didn't have real powers. To, uh, take a listen. In the short, short term, they're likely going to make things happen because that's what good leaders do. Uh, but what happens when performance on the field becomes impacted? Over time, how are you going to deal with the uncertainty of uh, within the coaching staff and the locker room in terms of who's in charge, how are we going to affect performance, and then who are the fans going to hold accountable? Of course, it's a lot more serious than that. It's not about who beats Alabama on Saturday, right? It's much more serious. Let me give you an example of how serious it is. The people who are our potential adversaries are paying attention to this. One of my uh, general officers from the Air Force uh, was recently at an embassy event here in Washington where a colonel from the People's Liberation Army of China taunted him about the, the way our democracy was working. Our, our potential adversaries are paying attention to this and is affecting how they view the United States and our military capabilities and support for the military. This needs to stop. You know, Jake, someone, forgive me, for someone who was born in a communist country, I would have never imagined that actually one of our own senators would actually be aiding and abetting communist and other autocratic regimes around the world. This is having a real negative impact and will continue to have a real negative impact on our combat readiness. And that's what the American people truly need to understand. And, and uh, Senator Tuberville released a statement that said in part, this is two weeks ago, I will continue this process of oversight and I will announce my opposition to specific nominees uh, in the weeks ahead. Do you know who he might be referring to? No, I don't know specifically who he is referring to, but we've seen some um, Twitter accounts or X accounts, you know, I think, who are sympathetic to Senator Tuberville calling out individual general officers for their support, for example, of things like equity and inclusion in the ranks. And, you know, whether one agrees with that or not, it is just unprecedented to be attacking apolitical general officers and flag officers uh, in this way. It is you know, it is taking our apolitical military institution, that's a, that's a core principle of our constitutional democracy, and eroding its foundations. You know, it's interesting because, uh, you know, I've, I've been a journalist in this town for a long time, and I'm just trying to imagine if during the Bush years, uh, when a lot of Democrats really opposed the Iraq War, if Democrats had done this to the military then, which any one senator, I suppose, could have, the accusations of lack of patriotism that we would have heard from conservatives. Um, but I haven't, maybe, I, maybe, well, I, maybe I've missed I, I it, think, but I just haven't heard anything. That's exactly right, Jake. I mean, I served in uniform for 26 years in the United States Navy under six different presidents, three Republicans, three Democrats. We have never seen another situation like this. And it's having a real impact on our service members who demand the trust of all the American people. Tommy Tuberville has to stop this hold on our nominees moving forward. It's relatively routine for political appointees like ourselves to be put on hold pending a confirmation. It is totally unprecedented to do this to our professional military officers. You know, the hundreds of people and their families and all the others affected by this have nothing to do with this policy. Uh, this is not going to be an effective tactic, and it's a terrible precedent for other situations.
And it's not just the immediate consequences, it's all of the colonels, lieutenant colonels, even majors who are looking at how the general officers are being treated and what their families are going through. I really worry that a lot of those officers who volunteer are gonna walk away and basically say, I don't wanna deal with this. If this is what it takes to be a general officer, I don't wanna do this. Well, it's interesting because uh, one of the bond rating agencies just downgraded the U.S. because of uh, their analysis that the U.S. government is just so dysfunctional uh, in terms of like being able to solve the long-term debt problems. We have this government shutdown coming down, which might affect uh, military paychecks coming coming up. I wonder if this is, and we talk about the, the uh, recruiting problems that the military has. This can't help that. Well, you're absolutely right, Jake. And as you said, you know, national security is not a football game. The American people need to stand up and, and complain about what's going on because we need to actually turn this around as quickly as possible. Final thoughts? Well, I hope, frankly, that Senator Tuberville and a lot of his peers in the Senate heard from their voters when they were out on recess. That's part of why we timed the op-ed when we did. It's Congress is coming back into recess, and I hope a lot of Americans have said enough is enough. Well, I think the point that you made, sir, uh, that this, this isn't about political appointees. No. This is about generals, admirals, colonels, lieutenant colonels, majors, people who have devoted their lives right. to, to serving this country, they're the ones and their families, their poor Blue Star families who are being affected. And to suggest that uh, these admirals and generals did not <clears throat> fight is completely wrong. These are the same individuals who for 20 years actually defended our national security in Iraq, Afghanistan, and throughout the globe. They deserve our respect. And more importantly, the current service members who serve in all our services demand to have the best leadership to guide them and lead them in combat and during times of peace. Secretary uh, Christine Wormuth and Secretary uh, Frank Kendall and Secretary Carlos Del Toro, thanks one and all uh, for being here. We should note that we reached out to Alabama Senator Tuberville's office for an interview. Uh, he declined.